This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth you on a Friday. We'll dive into today's baseball slate uh, in about 20 minutes. We'll probably touch on some baseball here in a couple minutes with our next guests as we start with some Preak the Stakes talk. And if we're talking horse here, I've talked to Mutt. WEI in Boston uh, joining us now on the Roman guest line to talk about the second leg of the Triple Crown. Of course, though, we're not talking Triple Crown. we got to start there, Mutt. I'm curious your perspective. I know for the, the casual viewer out there, this is a big story. It's, it's kind of a buzzkill what do you think about it? No, no rich strike uh, here in the Preakness after winning the Kentucky Derby. Does it take away some of the buzz or, or does it not affect how you look at uh, the Preakness stakes on Saturday? Hey, what's going on, guys? I certainly appreciate coming back on here. Uh, it, it takes away from the race itself. It's, it's, it's not great for racing when you know 120 hours after the Derby, there's not going to be a triple crown because we know people tune into these races. They're not typical degenerates like I am. They want to see a triple crown. They want the spectacle. And so it's bad for racing, but I think for the horse, it was probably the best thing. The connections probably made the best call. They, they're thinking long-term here. He was a shocking winner of the Kentucky Derby. I, I still could not pick him if he gave me 100 hours to handicap that race. So I think they did right by the horse, but it absolutely takes some starch out of the excitement for the race and the betting of the race. I was ready to bet two-fifths against Rich Strike, and now we don't get that chance on Saturday. Yeah, it, but it was a lot of highs and lows because I felt for you, big horsing race, big racing fans, it was such a great day. You got past the Baffert stuff for nearly a full week. The betting world, the sports world, was talking about what happened in the Kentucky Derby. So you've got that high, and then you've got like this low. Oh, we're not going to have a triple ground winner from. So from that perspective, it does stink. But we did get some other good stories outside of the eighty to one long shot winning, and. I think we can go back to Friday and what happened at the Oaks and D-Wayne Lucas gets it done. Well, we're going to see Secret Oath at the Preakness, 9-2 on the morning line. What do you think it was Secret Oath? Well, I, I think I, I congratulate D-Wayne. Like, th- this race would really, quite frankly, be boring. <laughs> Secret Oath was not involved here. I, I, he's 87 years old. He's still training grade one winners. Like, it's, he, he is a character in the game, uh, and it's good to have him as part of the game. And I think she's going to take a lot of money, Joe. I really do. I think she's going to take a lot of money. She's 9-2 to two on the morning line. I think she's going to have to go off as a second choice because people want to bet the Philly. Phillies win this race. You know, a couple of years ago, Swiss Skydiver won the Preakness. Rachel Alexander won the Preakness famously for Steve Aspison, who has the favorite epicenter in this race. So I, I, I respect her. 
Uh, I give the connections credit uh, for running her in this race on Saturday. She can win, but I suspect she's going to be overbet because she's the lone female in this race. Uh, and I, I'm going to be against her on Saturday. She's got a shot, but she will not have my money, certainly on the win end in this race. What about simplification? What are your thoughts on that horse? Yeah, simplification I really liked uh, in the Kentucky Derby as my long shot. And, and my horse is running two, three, four. Paid nothing in the Derby, unfortunately, because I, I couldn't get Rich Strike home. Uh, he got an awesome trip, Aaron, in that race. You know, Jose Ortiz, who it was the jockey on that day, but now leaves for a different horse uh, in this race. Gave this horse an awesome ride from the outside. Sat off the pace. He'll make one run and get up in the Superfecta. I think this horse has a chance to, to certainly finish uh, second or third in this race. The odds are going to be much less than you got in the Kentucky Derby. He was a huge price, 30-1, to 1, I think, uh, at least 30-1 to 1 in the Derby. He's 6-1 to 1 on the morning line now. So smaller field. He ha- ran his big race. I just wonder if the, the value has been sucked out of, of betting on him. People saw that great run in the, the Derby, and now you're getting you know uh, 15% of the price you got. So he's a contender but he'd not be one of the top two contenders for me in the Preakness on Saturday. All right. It happened a couple weeks ago. It's probably not going to happen again right here. My, where uh, Fenwick at 50 to one I'm seeing here this morning. That's the longest shot on the board. Um, talk to us about the, the, the long shots here. Fenwick obviously is the biggest one. Happy Jack there at 30 to one. What are, what are the chances we see something crazy again here? Like we saw a couple weeks ago. Because it's horse racing, I would never say never, but the two most likely, you know, second to last and last place finishers to me are Fenwick, the number three horse at 50 to one, who has never run a competitive race to be able to run with these horses, ran in the bluegrass last time out and was drowned 36 lengths back. I think they're going to try a change of tactics here. I think they'll probably try to be more forwardly placed in this race, which is, is going to be important. Speed plays really well at Pimlico and the weather is going to be baking hot in Maryland on Saturday. When that happens historically, you want speed horses uh, at Pimlico race course, but I think he has a chance to finish last and happy Jack could be right there with some Oxbow. His sire won the Preakness, but again, no competitive speed figures to be there. I suspect they'll drop back and make one run and try to collect the check running third or fourth of the long shots in this race. I think the favorites are very likely the, the, the price horse I like the most is the two horse creative minister who is 10 to one on the morning line and Kenny McPeak, the trainer and the owner of this horse, they had to pay $150,000 to even run in this race. He was not nominated for the Triple Crown beforehand. So they paid after he ran on Derby Day and won that race on Derby Day. They paid one hundred and fifty grand just to run here in the Preakness. And I'm sure they got a lot of money as an ownership group. I don't think they're just throwing it away. And so I suspect of the double-digit priced horses, the ones that I'm going to use with uh, the, the two horses I like on top, the number two minister for Ken McPeak uh, and Brian Hernandez, the jockey. He is, to me, the most likely of the long shots to, to cash at a price running second uh, and maybe even you know give the, the winner uh, a good race there top of the stretch. But the number two creative minister is my favorite of the, the longer shots uh, in the race. All right, so it sounds like uh, you've got strong opinions on Epicenter and early voting. What are you thinking? Yeah, Epicenter is obviously the favorite. Like We liked him in the Derby. He's the horse to beat on paper. He's the horse to beat. Uh, on the track there on Saturday, uh, Steve Asmussen has won this race twice. Uh, you look at the PPs, you watch his races, like he's going to be everything to like about this horse. I thought he had a real triple crown chance before Rich Strike ran him down. The only thing not to like is the price. Like he is six to five in the morning line. I'm not going to be shocked, Joe, if he's even money, you know, uh, by the time they go in. Only five of the last 12 Preakness odds on favorites have won 
So it's not been something these horses have done. And I think the horse is the most likely winner, but he's not the horse I'm betting. I'm betting early voting. And for me, this is the type of play I would like, whether it's at the Breakness, Aqueduct, Hawthorne Racecourse, doesn't matter. I want a horse who's got a lone lead. And early voting has a huge pace advantage in this race. He's the fastest horse early. They actually qualified for the Derby with this horse, and they bypassed and said, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to wait for the Preakness. The owners, Claravich Stables, they're from Baltimore. They won the Preakness a couple years ago with cloud computing. Jose Ortiz uh, is named to ride. He is a great rider on horses who have early speed. And I think this horse is going to be on the pace early and has a real shot to wire this group, uh, wire to wire. I've talked to the guys who watched this horse work out uh, just this morning was exchanging text messages, and the workouts are awesome for this horse. He could not be doing better. Chad Brown is confident, and you're going to get three to one. You're going to get seven to two, and it's it's just a much better price than Epicenter, and I don't think Epicenter is that much more likely to win the race if they ran it 10, 20, 50 times. So for me, I want early voting on top, uh, and I want to get creative ministers somewhere in the exact and trifecta, but I think Chad Brown and Jose Ortiz have a big shot to go wire to wire uh, in the Preakness on Saturday. Do you get a chance to go to many races? I'm curious if you've ever been to Preakness and just how you've seen these races change, you know, from a spectator standpoint now that gambling's really taken off. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, we could do an hour if you want sometime at my bachelor party. was at the Preakness, although those stories are probably, uh, those aren't for air. Uh, Oh, yes, let's go. (laughs) I've been lucky enough to be to all three. Uh, And and, and of the three, uh, the Derby is the one I I would never, I probably maybe go back to one more time, but it's just too many people. Preakness, I love the city of Baltimore. Uh, I think it's a great event. It's the smallest of the three events. Uh, and it's actually the easiest to get, you know, nice seating for. Uh, and the Belmont is just huge. Uh, it's it's changed now. The infield, when I went, you know, 10 years ago now, Aaron, the infield was just an absolute party. There was a concert. There were keg races. There were people running on top of, uh, you know, porta-potties. Look at the infield today and tomorrow. It's all corporate suites. So like everything else in life, it's all been corporated up. But, you know, here locally on the East Coast, the Belmont stakes on a, on a there's no triple crown on the line. The Belmont is great because the place is wide open. It's big. You have all the room you want. You can sit in the backyard. But the Derby is the one for me. It's just it's too many people. It's just it's it's a crowd of humanity. But the other two, 
Uh, if you can get a chance to get to the Preakness or, or Belmont, I, I would advise that. So interesting, you've been there. I uh, mean, we all watch it on TV. Uh, but, but how do you your your thoughts on how Pimlico plays compared to other, the other ones? Like for our, our listeners out there, maybe have never bet on this, but they want and they watch the Kentucky Derby, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to bet on this one too. What's the difference with this course versus the Kentucky Derby versus the Belmont? Give us your thoughts on the difference in this course and how it plays. And you mentioned a few minutes ago, maybe with the, with the hot weather, it could uh, be an advantage for a certain kind of horse at Pimlico. Yeah, Joe, historically, you want to be a speed horse uh, on the, the, the main dirt track. There's dirt and turf, obviously. On hot days like this, both courses play favorably to speed. You know, I, I've seen days where literally you look back at the, the charts at the end of the day, and it's just horses that were first, second, or third at the top of the stretch. And no one made up ground. I, I would not tell you to just bet every speed horse. I would watch some races there to kind of get an idea of if the track is playing that way. But historically, speed is great at Pimlico, and historically, when it's hot like this, it really does sort of bake the track is the phrase they use. So I'm going to be very interested in the undercard and a couple of speed horses that look like they could go uh, wire to wire in this race. And as far as the, the complexion of it, in the Derby, like we saw, you get pace meltdowns. The two Japanese horses went so fast early, it set up for Rich Strike. You don't normally get that in the Preakness, you know, and especially this Preakness. Like they, there are only a couple of horses that want to be on the front end, epicenter, early voting. Maybe Fenwick uh, could potentially change his style of running. But that, that crazy pace meltdown you don't normally get in the Preakness, uh, especially when a field like this where there's only you know, a couple confirmed frontrunners. Uh, Mud, I know Aaron's going to ask about the Celtics. Joe G wants to ask about your Red Sox. But I've got a question about the Patriots. A lot of love. The Dolphins are a very buzzy team. We know what the Bills are. Uh, any early thoughts on the Patriots win total eight and a half? We're, we're not quite sure how to approach this team this year. It's funny. I heard Nick uh, and Ken talking about it yesterday on their show in the afternoon, noon on your network. And they were, they were talking how they're undervalued right now and how people are crazy. Belichick's a genius. We're driving the Mac Jones bandwagon. I, maybe I'm too close to it, but I, I've already bet their season under at eight and a half. I, I have two future bets right now. I bet the Patriots under eight and a half. And I bet the Raiders over eight and a half. And to me, like Bill's a great coach, but the Josh McDaniels thing is not getting enough attention. Like he's one of the best offensive coordinators in football. Mac Jones goes from him to some combination of Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, and someone named Nick Cayley. That's a major drop off for a second year quarterback. They added Devontae Parker and Malcolm Butler. They lost JC Jackson. They lost Shaq Mason. So like, I get the world is piling on the Patriots, and maybe I'm too close to it, but I'm with them. I, I'm on the under right now, and until further notice, I'm confident that they're going to have seven or eight wins this year. And the schedule, look at the last six games. You know, After the bye week, they have one break and then a bunch of primetime games. They play Sunday night, Monday night. They get the Bills and Dolphins late. Like The schedule doesn't help them. Joe, I'm on the under, and, and maybe I'm too close to it, but I could see this being a real bridge year for the Patriots into a big spending spree next year with hundreds of millions of dollars of salary cap space. How about your Celtics Saturday night? We were all on them as underdogs, now heavy favorites um, hosting the Heat Saturday night. What do you like in that game? Uh, I'll be leaning Celtics. You know, I was my, my, the, sometimes the plan comes together, Aaron. My hope was they lose game one, and then you could jump back in and bet the series price, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they're minus 175. They flipped to plus you know, 125, 130. They're the better team, the Heat. I'm sorry. They're better than Miami. Miami had a great first game. The Celtics were wildly undermanned in that game. Now they're back healthy. They get Derek White back, Horford clear protocol. 
Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, both healthy. Like they're they're the better team. They they are the better team in this series. And I I, mean, I think they're going to get the two games in Boston. They'll probably lose that game five back in Miami. And Celtics and Knicks six feels like a very likely scenario. And look, I've already started looking ahead in the NBA Finals. Like start to look at the future stuff for MVPs on on Jason Tatum or even a guy like Marcus Smart. Like I think he has an opportunity to you know, have a big couple of games here and then in the finals, defensively and offensively, be a major spark. So I think the Celtics win uh, on Saturday night and they win this series and they're, they're going to the finals, which is crazy to think based on how they played back in November, December. Mud, it was nice of Trevor Story to, to join the 2022 season last night with uh, a bunch of home runs, but a lot of buzz this week about the Red Sox and trading players and, and they'll be the, one of the teams that does it early. What, what do you think on that? Do you think Xander Bogarts uh, is wearing a different uniform by the time we get to late July? Well, I would, did you anyone have Trevor Story in, for their home run props yesterday? No, we did that on the show? <laughs> we did not. We should have. Oh, I, I, trust me. I, I, I did not either. That is a fact. It was nice to see him finally get involved. It's, it's crazy, Joe. Like they, the fans were chanting, re-sign Xander in a basically empty ballpark after a 98-minute rain delay the other night at Fenway Park. Like, he's going to opt out. Everybody knows that Rafael Devers doesn't have a contract extension. If they win, Joe, and they get back in the race here and they're, they're flirting with wild card contention or somehow get in the mix in the A American League East, which seems unlikely, that stuff will go away. But if they're out of it and they're 10, 12 games back and they struggle, that's all people are going to talk about. And it, it's, it's weighing a lot of Red Sox fans' minds right now because Bogarts and Devers are so good. And so it feels like unless they're winning, this is going to take over the summer in, in Boston sports talk. What's the future for Xander and Devers? And as of right now, that Devers doesn't want to sign anything, and they lowballed Xander. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird spot to be in because they're such good players, and everyone's wondering, are they going to spend money? Are they going to bring these guys back? And it, it's a huge sidebar to a really bad start for the team. Mutt, we always appreciate it. Enjoy the Preakness. Thanks, tomorrow. That was Mutt from WEEI on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort of privacy of your home. Get a, go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. We'll dive into today's baseball games, including Trevor's story next on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.